I'm ready. Well, Somebody asked me how deep my voice is. How do you um, answer that question? Can't they hear you? Or yeah. was it like a real time no, no, conversation? Like, yeah, it was like a how deep how deep can you go? Oh, right, right. Uh, and she asked me if I could sing, and if I did sing, if I ever sang bass. And I said I did one time, and I was standing next to Jordan while I sang bass, and I felt very inadequate. <laughs> uh, and so I never came back. <laughs> <laughs> that was my conversation. <laughs> Don't know if you knew that. I didn't know that. Yeah. It, it wasn't necessarily uh, that I, I feel, felt inadequate I feel next a little to you. Bad. It's the fact that I was. It, it happened to be that I felt inadequate, and I was next to you. Mm, sure, whether sure, sure. whether whether it was the cause, I don't know. Probably was. Who am I kidding? You know what? I'll take it. I'm like, I'm like I can't grow that beard. I don't have that voice, and I just decided to leave. <laughs> All right then. Uh, we've been recording this whole time, haven't we? We have, yeah. Mm, cool. We're a minute in. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, in that case, welcome to Nerd Critic. A deep dive into big movies from the dual perspective of what? Critical, Critical nerdiness. Nerdiness. My name is Jordan. And I am CJ. Jordan here is our studied and credentialed critic. And CJ is our resident nerd. Um, I'm not sure what nerd cred he's wearing right now. Uh, I took my jacket off. He took his jacket off. I was wearing a DC Universe jacket and, of course... The Superman shirt. No, the DC Universe Universe shirt shirt underneath the just regular And Superman socks. Well, you are always wearing Superman. Do you own anything but Superman socks? I do. I almost wore... um, they were they were purple socks with eggplants on them. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. Also a strong choice, indeed. And less, it's very very bright. As well. Less about Superman. Yeah, which is why I sh- I save those for like Saturdays. You know? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Naturally. Yeah. <laughs> Your off days. No, my off days. You don't have to read any comic books on Saturdays. <laughs> um, um, I don't have to. <laughs> um, all right. So we have a big announcement. We do. I'm so excited for this because I'm good at it. Yes, you are. We have the Oscar contest. It's officially live. It is on nerdcriticpodcast.com. And it is, well, ready to go. It looks good. I think it looks good. Uh, And it's it's really simple. All you do is you go on there. It'll ask you category by category. It'll have the options, and you pick your winner. You just fill out the forum. Um, uh, Form. I feel like I snuck an extra syllable in there. Forum. It's a form. <laughs> you fill out the form, uh, and then every so there's a there's a whole point system. They're all worth uh, one point, except for the the heavy categories, the more poppy categories of best actor, uh, best actress, and best picture and director. So those are worth more points as it gets uh, as it gets more popular. So the the one that is worth the most points is the best picture category. So make sure that you are paying attention, and the winner. Of the Oscar of the Nerd Critic 2020 Oscar contest gets $100. $100? I was going to put together some swag, but I decided, you know what? You can buy your own swag with $100. That's a lot of dollars. That's a lot of dollars. In fact, it's a hundred of them. That's a hundred dollars. It is. <laughs> it is. Uh, you yeah. could take a hundred dollar bill and you could turn it into... One hundred dollar bills. bills. <laughs> it's true. Which is what I would do if I won. Uh, I'd probably just take the hundred dollar bill. Did you ever do that as a kid when you like? So I, I did some bake sales when I was a child. When I was a small child, you loved getting all the ones. I love those ones. <laughs> Anytime I got money, 
Anytime I got any money, I wanted it converted into ones. Mm. I was like, I'm going to need a fat stack. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, what am I doing here? So you could just go, go go into your bedroom, put them all on your bed, and just like make a money angel. No, I was more of a hoarder, so I would mm. I would I would stack mm. them all closely together and put them in something, and then got I would it. open it up and see like this nice. <laughs> This nice organized, organized array yeah. of dollar bills that made me feel wealthy. Okay. All right. I was poor. Hashtag <laughs> poverty. <laughs> um, so today we are talking about bad boys for life. We are. Which I don't believe will be earning any Oscar, Oscar nominations next year, but... We're excited to be talking about it. We're excited not to be talking about what, CJ? Uh, Doolittle. Doolittle. Okay, so I am subscribed to Seth Godin's emails. <laughs> okay. Uh, he's, <laughs> he blogs every day, which is an astonishing feat. He's been doing it for like over a decade. It's kind of stupid. Anyway, uh, he's very, very good at it. He, sh- he sends these short pithy emails, or I should say, if you're subscribed to his blog, you get these short, pithy emails that are his blog posts. And on just this last week, one of those emails uh, was, um, I, can't, I forget actually what the title of it was, but but the, the headline was, why is the new Doolittle movie so bad? <laughs> and uh, and, and he, he, goes on to, he goes on to say, savaged by critics and viewers, it had one one of the best bankable movie stars in the world, yes, Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Two, a story that had previously been the basis of two hit movies, also true. Three, the best CGI houses in the world, obviously, and four, unlimited time and money. I don't know if that's a hundred percent true, but sure, yeah. Pro- probably more freedoms in time all, and money yeah. than a lot of other. For movies. all intents yeah. and purposes, yeah, yeah. you got Robert Downey Jr. You got do- the do Doctor Doolittle property. You get as much time and money as you want, basically. Um, anyway, he says, "I think the best way to understand why it failed is to look at the reasons above. Ironically, it's these assets and lack of constraints that created the circumstances that allowed the movie to become a turkey. Too many meetings, too many self-important voices around the table, and most of all, no one who cared enough or was bold enough to stand up and say no." That would have been enough if at, if at three or four critical moments in the development of the project, someone had stopped the assembly line until the work was good enough to proceed, everything would have been better. Sometimes the investments we put in place to avoid me- mediocrity are the very things that cause it. Wow, Seth Godin. That's so good. What a good email. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I saw Doolittle. And I did not, thankfully. And, and when you say, when you say, you know, why are we not doing Doolittle... <laughs> See, the difference between Seth and I and the reason that Seth has a, a successful blog and I do not is that all I want to say is we're not covering it, period. <laughs> the end. Move on. I don't want to give reasons. I don't want to talk about it. Well, um, I it, felt yeah. as this movie was approaching, as this weekend was approaching, I kind of felt like, well, we, I guess we have to because it's got Robert Downey Jr. in it. Sure. And it's a giant franchise movie. And, and, and the, the voices of like... Tom Holland and Rami Malek yeah. and John Cena My and gosh. Kumail Nanjiani and, and, and we're, Emma you know, Thompson. My, yeah. yeah. So yeah. what are we going to do? We have to cover it. And it's probably going to win the weekend, which our, pro- our commitment is to, you know, yeah. cover movies that yeah. win the weekend. Uh, I don't think it did win the weekend. <laughs> Everyone seemed to hate it, including critics. And so we didn't have to cover it. And so, we're not going to cover it. So I have, a, I have a little bit of a story. And I know we're here to talk about bad boys. And we're spending way too long on Doolittle, but I'm going to spend a little more time on Doolittle. Oh, I thought you said you didn't want to cover it at all, period. <laughs> because I went to this movie with my wife and my mother-in-law. Okay. Uh, one, 
Uh, I am very passionate about not falling asleep in movies. Couldn't be done. Couldn't couldn't not. Uh, so I had a little snooze. It was fine. I got I got I got what the movie was about. Um, and uh, I went. Uh, I was back in after the movie. I was in the the line at AMC to get like my parking validated. Uh, and there was a couple behind us, and they're talking about like what movie they should go see. And they're like, oh, 1917. Have you, have you seen 1917? And the woman goes, yeah, I've, 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 I've seen it. Um, I could see it again, though. And she's like, but what about Doolittle? So I turn around. And I'm like, are you guys, are you guys thinking about going to see 1917? Ready to just give the, be- the most praise that I possibly can to help them not see Doolittle. And not only not see Doolittle, but see 1917 instead. Yeah. For right? the second time. For the, of, for the second time for one, one of them, them yeah. which is fine. You're going to – Yeah. And, uh, and they're like, what about Doolittle? Have you seen Doolittle? And I said, I, we just got out of Doolittle. And that's when my mother-in-law turns around. And they're like, how is Doolittle? And my mother-in-law jumps in there and she's like, I loved it. It was so cute. And I was like, I, what What do I do? What do I do in this moment? Do I go? Do I completely contradict my mother-in-law standing next to me and say, she's wrong, it was terrible? What or a do test I, of integrity. Or do I save this couple from the two hours uh. of agony that are that is Doolittle? Uh, so, like, like I do, I just landed right in the middle. <laughs> and I was like, um, Doolittle was cute, but it had a lot of issues. I would advise against it, though she loved it. And I left it at that, but I felt a little, a little bummed afterwards. I felt like I betrayed my nerd critic that is within me a little bit because they absolutely should have seen 1917 for the fifteenth time over Doolittle. Anyway, I've been. I'm glad that I'm glad that you guys could join me for this confession, <laughs> this moment of of, of repentance. Um, that is that's a that's a really hard thing. It's really hard to. It's really hard to be honest when you are afraid of hurting someone's feelings uh, or, yeah, offending someone. And now that my mother-in-law is not in this room, and she might listen to this. No, she's not going to see Bad Boys. I take it back. She won't listen to this. That movie, Doolittle, is terrible. <laughs> it is so bad. It has – anyway, I'm very, very glad that we're talking about Bad Boys. If you were to have asked me two weeks ago which movie was going to be better – Never in a million years would I think that the third installment of the Bad Boys franchise, when Will Smith and especially Martin Lawrence are over the hill, was going to be any good at all. But you know what? It was great. I loved it. It was so much fun. So much fun. I, I, I had no idea... When you you texted me, you're like, hey, maybe we should cover Bad Boys. Look at the score on Rotten Tomatoes, and it was like almost 80%. I was like, no, no, no way. There's no way. I, I it was. I think a, I think it's a little high. It's a little generous, but I think that it is a well deserved 70 to 75%. I really enjoyed it. I agree. I I agree with you. All right, Jordan, who's in this movie? <sighs> so first of all, this uh, Jerry Bruckheimer. Jer- Br- Easy there. Jerry Bruckheimer is back. Um, there are a couple of uh, directors, new directors, um, named Adil L. Arbi and Bilal Falal, which I'm really sorry if I drastically mispronounce their names. Um, 
They are, as you might have guessed, not strictly American-born, um, but they are uh, really, really talented. Um, they uh, apparently had a, a very deep personal connection to the franchise. This was their first Hollywood movie, wow. um, which is really, really impressive. Um, it was written by, by a writing trio, uh, Chris Bremer, Bremner, Peter Craig, Joe Carnahan. Um, I didn't do a lot of research into what they'd done before. I mean, again, all of the equation that you just told me should equal a pretty rocky movie. Yeah. It's impressive that it wasn't. Yeah. No, there's, there's a, it certainly, certainly doesn't say, oh, this is going to be great. Like this has this accomplished writer director who has this singular vision, uh, whatever. Yeah. It, this is, this is, you know, it's a couple of new directors uh, writers whose names you don't immediately recognize, which actually is the case most of the time, because it turns out nobody cares who wrote the movie, which is the worst crime in Hollywood. Anyway, um, so uh, obviously above the line actor-wise, we have Will Smith, we have Martin Lawrence, we have um, Paula Nunez, who played Rita. We have Vanessa Hudgens, who uh, who played one of the three new sort of young bloods. Um, Alexander Ludwig and Charles Melton um, rounding out that trio. We'll talk more about them. Uh, we have um, Kate Del Castillo, who I assume is a uh, is a Latina actress mm -hmm. from lots I, of Latina yeah. movies. I kind of I kind of picked up on that too. Yeah, and uh, we have Joe Pantoliano. Uh, who plays Captain Howard, reprising his role from the previous movies. Very, very recognizable face from this franchise. And voice. And voice, yes. <laughs> and uh, Jacob Scipio, um, who plays the sort of, well, I guess he's basically the big bad. Um, yeah. Armando Armas. The uh, ultimate or the, assassin. Or the, the second to big bad. Anyway, we'll get into all that. Uh, just a quick shout out also to the fact that, I don't know if you knew this, Michael Bay cameoed in this movie he was the wedding MC. was he yeah as it turns out uh read a uh, oh man i can't believe i missed that yeah yeah i mean i i i wouldn't say i caught it <laughs> oh okay All i right. read about it later and okay. i was like oh yeah that makes sense <laughs> he did look familiar um i'm not someone who is a giant michael bay fan so i don't necessarily know if i would recognize him off the street but yeah he was yeah. in this movie for all right second. uh and that makes sense because he did the first he two bad is, boy movies yeah. this is the bad boy movies are kind of his baby um which uh and very much his brand yes yes absolutely yeah Anyway, so without spoiling anything, um, we've already let loose that we really had a great time at this movie and liked it a lot. Um, I, my my one-line summary is that this is the bad boys movie I always wanted. Yeah. Yeah, this is, uh, and th this is the bad, boy bad boys movie that it, uh, okay, the only way that a bad boys movie in 2020 makes sense is the way that they did it. Where it was like it was it was a kind of uh, learning to mature in middle age, somewhat of a midlife crisis kind of kind of story uh, about friends. And anyway, it was it was the the context of the plot uh, was one of the few plots that would make sense in a new installment in this franchise so long after the movie. And they, it's, they, it's they one were, of the few yeah. plot choices that that wouldn't make it feel sort of trite and contrived where you yeah. feel like you're just watching someone trying to relive their former glory. And yeah, in this yeah. case, it doesn't feel like that. No. It feels fresh and exciting and funny and very has a lot of heart. Um, and, uh, and it's, it's a, it's just a pleasure from start to finish. And it's because 
you don't feel talked down to as an audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. They trust that you've been on the journey mm-hmm. with them. Uh, I will say, uh, as a as a pre spoiler, that uh, and and I'll probably get flack for this, but I genuinely think that Michael Bay is an action genius. The action sets and uh, set pieces and scenes that he is able to create are, uh, in my opinion, fairly masterful in in their scope, especially. Uh, that aspect was missing from this movie. Um, I'm going to push back on you. Ooh, okay. Immediately. Oh, about that. okay. First of all, I think Michael Bay's action set pieces often suffer from uh, real editing tone deafness. Okay. Where he doesn't understand how to... So I think the in terms of action scene and set piece mastery, uh, we have to talk about uh, Ridley Scott. We have to talk about James Cameron. Okay, yeah, we sure. have to talk about um, George Miller and Mad Max, which we did a whole episode about. Yeah, yeah. So that's mastery. What Michael Bay does is pull off giant, giant, giant things that he shoots fairly poorly. Um, and and at the end of the day, if you enjoyed it, it was almost lucky because he managed to cover it well enough that you could see the big, big thing that happened. And that's neat. And, and, and at least at the very least comprehend it and very so, least comprehend it. So and, let's, and, yeah. let's take this. He's back. ambitious. Let's for take sure. this back to the first transformers, but, but, but before, but, so the, so the other side of that coin, cause there's two parts to my criticism. Okay. The first part okay. is Michael Bay's not that great. Okay. The second part is that, uh, the thing that, wows people about Michael Bay movies is honestly it's the money mm. it's how much money he puts on the screen have you watched six underground yet no I don't intend to but that was I, hey anyway that Min- was that was one of my first in the like first 20 minutes my my thought was this is an expensive, this is an expensive movie. movie yeah <laughs> here's what bad boys for life wasn't expensive yeah they didn't have a lot of money in sure. fact they talked about that in a couple of interviews I read they were saying like yeah it would have been cool to do with like some really massive action set pieces, but we we just actually didn't have the sure. budget for it. Uh, I I have so much more to say about Michael Bay, uh, <laughs> but this isn't his episode. This isn't even his movie. No. So maybe we'll talk about it later. We could talk about it because I do disagree, but that's this is not the time nor place. This <laughs> okay. is the place. It's just not the time. Sure, sure. Uh, so yeah. so I don't think that that's a demerit against this movie. I, I don't think it's fair to compare this sure. movie to Michael Bay's. Two hundred million dollar movies. I, 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 for me, the action. There was some. There were some really cool action moments in this movie. Uh, but it felt leaving the theater. It felt like a scratch that went slightly. Like you know how you have an itch, mm-hmm. and like you you scratch near the itch, and it like yeah, almost yeah. feels good, but it's not quite. That's how it sure. Felt. Yeah. yeah, that's how it felt. Okay, it was like getting a spare in bowling. Just freaking all over the place with these metaphors. <laughs> it's like you're almost there, and it's good. Obviously, a spare is good, <laughs> but it's not a strike. You yeah. know what I mean? Sure, sure. Uh, so that's how I felt leaving. Uh, and th- that was pretty much the only criticism that I had uh, leaving the theater. was like, ah, I wanted I wanted that bad CJ's boy's made, thing. CJ's main criticism is that they didn't spend enough money on this movie. And, like, that's that's fair. That's a fair criticism. You didn't quite burn enough capital. I think they could have been a little more inventive <laughs> okay. uh, with, with the action Without being okay, no, gigantic. you know, what? okay, okay, yeah. we'll we'll see, we'll see what happens. <laughs> all right, so uh, all right, so I think it's time to spoil. Yeah, let's do it. Let's spoil. Spoiler, so spoiler, free. spoiler alert. Or Michael spoiler Bay is alert. in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, 
accidentally. I actually was in the spoiler section. And I, oh, I just, it was, I, yeah. I, 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 see, your, I see your early. notes. I apologize. All right, so the first thing I want to nerd out about is the – and some of this stuff – uh, f- um, I almost said CJ. This is bad. I almost said funnily enough. I want I want to hit people when they say that. Funnily enough, yeah. Because like funnily when they pre- isn't a word. Well, it's not a word. Also, <laughs> it's a lazy way to introduce an idea. <laughs> like this was funny enough for me to mention. I mean, literally, I do mean that. So I feel like my brain served it to me because because that's it was, a, it was, it's it was accurate. Sure. But I still hate that phrase. <laughs> okay. So I'm officially on record. Is yeah. not saying it. I haven't said it. I'm not gonna say it. Okay. So funnily enough, go I'm ahead. gonna. Oh my god. <laughs> some of the some of the scenes that I love the most and some of the moments I love the most were actually also in the trailer, but yeah, they were handled so well that I actually enjoyed them way more in the movie itself. Like in the, in context of the movie, for instance, the fire hydrant. The door, the car door hitting oh, the fire sure. hydrant. Yeah, amazing, amazing. So the way, the best way that this this movie sets the tone, it sets its own tone perfectly when you are in the car with uh, Mike Lowry and um, Marcus and Marcus, and they are uh, and they are and and their characters are doing their thing. They've got this funny dialogue and they're you know emoting the way they do, and you're getting that kind of character set up. And then, but tonally, the movie doesn't. 100% communicate what it's trying to do until you get this, like, super sick shot of the Porsche, like, yeah. panning across the front of it. And, like, you know, that, mu- that... Slow motion that per- music yeah. kicks it's in. That, it's, yeah. that, it's that classic, like, Will Smith is a bad A, like, <laughs> shot, like, coming yeah. out. And then, like, it goes around to the other side. And, like, the next step, of course, is to, is to, is to tilt back up for our <laughs> reveal of... Marcus coming out of the car, but he his door hits a fire hydrant, and 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 it of course it's edited like you get that that perfect mo- that perfect moment that kind of like basically communicates to you that uh, we know how to be really cool, but we're not taking ourselves too seriously. Yeah. So please have fun with us. Yeah, and like that's the that's that's the rest of the movie. And they never miss a beat with that stuff. Uh, yeah, so I completely agree. It was one it was one of the reasons that this movie was so good was its ability to understand what it is uh, and tonally just be right on point. Uh, and I think like to their benefit, uh, and they steered into it a little bit, but it was by it's just by genetics and ha- happenstance. That in the Bad Boys movies, you set up Will Smith as like the hardcore Mike player, kind of yeah. always rebellious kind of guy. And then you have Martin Lawrence, who's the funny family, family man. Fast forward 15 years, and like, that, it's exactly what they look like. Yeah. Like, the characters that they played in the Bad Boys movies are the people that they are. <laughs> yes. Like, like Will Smith looks freaking good. Yeah. Yeah. He's built. He's like, can he can work? A Everybody suit. still wants to look exactly. like Will Smith. And Martin Lawrence looks like a dad. Yeah. And he's a grandpa. Like he yeah. just, uh, man, it just it really worked out in their favor. The yes. way the aging. Amen. <laughs> Amen. There was a line. Uh, this is just. Uh, I'm 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 kind of like pot shotting my nerd out moments here. The this movie surprised and delighted me so fast, so much, and so early. Like I, there was this, there was this great moment. So they show up to the hospital, and his grandson is being born, and uh, <laughs> and, and they they tell him what his name is, <laughs> yeah. and it's exactly Marcus's name. <laughs> Wait, that's my name. <laughs> and they and they turn around, and the guy, the the father, his son-in-law, is just this kind of derpy-looking soldier. <laughs> 
And he's and he's standing there looking kind of like sheepish, and he just says, "I thought it would be a very respectful gesture." And the way he says it, it was like so deep and so, a little slurred, and just like it was the perfect comedic moment. I like I, I I was sort of stunned with like the the sophistication of that comedic moment. I just I loved it so much. I I wanted I wanted that guy to be in the movie all the way through, and then the fact that he wasn't was almost. Almost better because it's like a throwaway moment. Well, that it, it was that was hysterical. So you know what makes it even better? That kid, that actor, is in the first movie. Oh, is he? So the so, so in the wedding okay. when Will Smith goes up and he's yeah. like, "From the first time we met you, we, we tried, tried to, to scare you, you off." Yeah. That that whole scene's in the first movie. Oh my god! They threatened to shoot him, they, and he's just just as dopey looking. Oh my god! He's tall, so great. he's skinny, and he's like, "Yes, sir, absolutely, <laughs> sir." He's intimidated. That's so great. So when it when it, in in the hospital when it turns to him and you see just the adult version of this kid. That you remember and he's like i thought it would be a, a really respectful gesture it is so good that's so awesome it's such a yeah anyway it so was, i'm revealing here that i haven't closely watched the original two movies i found them to be unwatchable sure. <laughs> but uh but the fact that that's true is amazing yeah. so not only is it a, 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 a an incredibly successful comedic moment it's also a great easter egg yeah that's yeah, wonderful it's a throwback and that's it was, so yeah. wonderful uh yeah it, it was uh uh it it was it might have been one of my favorite moments of like because I watched the Bad Boys movies relatively recently. When we did our Will Smith yeah, uh, highlight, you, you I realized those them. were the only ones that I had not seen. Oh, sure. So, so they're went, fresh in your mind. Yeah, so I went and watched them, yeah. um, and it and I was rewarded for doing so. And I said, due diligence, great. what's that? Yeah. <laughs> You'll, you, you never don't see the movie in the theater that we're covering. That, well, of course not. I have been... <laughs> <laughs> you don't. You haven't done that in a long time, CJ. We don't need to talk about those it's times. It's true. Those those are those, those are, times those are, are pa- those are. It's, in it's, fact, that was the that was the old CJ. This was almost one of them because I said, CJ, I don't want to do Doolittle. Yeah. I think we need to do Bad Boys instead. And you said, I will do my best to see it. I will do my best to see it. And <laughs> I said, unlikely. CJ, <laughs> we need to see this movie. <laughs> I I mean, I, yeah, I definitely had to. It, let's just say it was a good thing I didn't have work on Monday. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, so that that definitely definitely helped. Um, but I saw uh, Bad Boys and Little Women in the same day. Oh my gosh! Uh, which is it feels a little, you know, different sides of the coin. Bad Boys, Little Women. You yeah. know what I mean? Same thing. Uh, but it was a good day. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great day in the theater. Uh, anyway, back to Bad Boys. Um, I so I want to bring up you. You put it in your notes, but I'm going to steal it because I agree you, with you. You steal it away. Probably. Like I'm, I'm really curious about what the directors do next because they would do really well at a horror movie. Because when when our big bad's mom breaks out of prison, that was terrifying. Like the cop gets stabbed eighteen hundred times and then and then stuffed into a washer and oh man, that whole that whole thing was was so effective. Yeah, uh, and real scary. Yeah. It was a it was a great sequence. It was a the, the whole prison escape sequence was so well done, um, and uh, and such a great setup for a character that you're supposed to find very, yeah, scary. She's supposed to be scary. She's later referred to as a witch. Yeah, constantly, constant over and, and, and over. you never 
you never have a problem with her being referred totally. to as a witch because of that first scene. It buys so much yeah. for the rest of the movie. Well, and it, it, it was uh, the first time that we see her. So she's like chanting something in the prison, right? And, but we don't really put together like, oh, is she just possessed? Is she, you know, what, what's going on? But then we see her praying. Do you remember the first time that we see her praying? I think so, yeah. And and what, in contrast, what what the... Well, yeah. What so, else so we were seeing? So it's intercut with one of my other favorite scenes of this movie, which is Marcus's prayer. Yeah. Um, on behalf of his partner, which um, was really lovely. Um, and I do want to make a note to talk a little bit more about that later because uh, – but 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 the scene itself was fantastic. Yeah. I Who knew – I I mean I didn't know. Maybe I should give him more credit. But I didn't think that Martin Lawrence had the, the drama chops that I saw in this movie. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He, yeah, he really brings it. Yeah. Um, in and many ways, he's he is the sort of emotional – Totally. Mean, he is the emotional core totally. of this movie. This uh, – and, and uh, I if I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times – Bromance movies, it's the father-son and the bromance movies that just get me. Uh, <laughs> and this was no exception. Like, yeah. when, we see, when we see Marcus dying the unconscious goatee of Mike. Oh, yeah. Done. I was crying. <laughs> I was like, he's such a good friend. Uh, and, yeah, it's just that whole, that whole thing of Marcus really being there for Mike and how much he cared for him. Yeah. Made it, made it, which, yeah, which, which then Which also came, sells came the, 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 yeah, the conversation, which I know you're going to go to next. Yeah. The conversation between them when Marcus refuses to help him and says, no, you died. That promise is off. Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to ride with you anymore. And, uh, and when Mike accuses him of being unfaithful, mm-hmm. we get to have that, like, that, that, uh, real wild violent moment. retort saying, yeah. okay, no, yeah. I was there every day. Like, this is not about that. How and, dare you? Yeah, it totally. Yeah, and, my and we believe it 100% to the point that, like, we also can buy Mike getting put in his place. Yeah. This incredibly strong-willed character saying, you're right. Yeah. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. Which, let's be grateful for Will Smith's acting chops, yeah. too, because that made that oh, really, yeah. really believable. Him being able to sell it, yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, that was that was the moment. Uh, so I don't bring a notebook like you do to the theater. But if I did, <laughs> that scene would have been the moment of, like, almost this is why the plot works. That scene yep. specifically, it was, it, it was the most bold choice. Mm-hmm. And it was the most, like when, when Mike puts up his fist, like one last time. And that's what they say in the, the, the trailer over and over yeah. one last one ride, last time. One last uh, time. which is so funny because yeah. we know there's another one coming, but anyway, <laughs> um, so it's the one last ride one last time. And, uh, and when he does it in that scene, when, when Mike puts up his fist and he's like one last time, I was convinced this is the kind of movie where Marcus is going to give in and absolutely go with yeah, him. Yeah. I was convinced he was That's going to. That's the easier to. choice. Yeah. That's the easier choice. But, the, but they made the hard choice of him saying no. Yeah. Uh, and it was what made them actually coming together to do it later so effective, so, so believable. Satisfying. And Mike's whole arc was the reason we saw the maturity build was because – of that moment where Marcus says, no, like this is what it means to be mature and move on. You're not doing it. I refuse to join you in your immaturity. And so he has to do it by himself later meeting up with Marcus's maturity and they, and they tackle it together. Yeah. Really effective. Yeah. Very absolutely. smart. I loved that scene so much. I love that scene. The whole, the way it was written, the way it was handled. Um, and, and the fact that it was the, the choice, that choice, because frankly, that just makes the plot harder to do. <laughs> Because like, totally. because what what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for in this movie? 
I mean, that scene happens like fairly far into the movie. Like yeah. we've already seen Mike get shot. He's recovered. We've really seen a bunch of other people get assassinated. We've yeah, a wedding has happened. Um, and and now he's recovered. And he's coming back, and he's saying, "Come back, come out and ride with me." And like that is the moment where the executives are like, "All right, let's go. Let's can we get in the car now? Yeah. <laughs> like we've been yeah. waiting for the the freaking inciting it. We've been ra- waiting for the thing to actually get moving." Like, the engine hasn't started yet. The two aren't together. They're not doing their thing. They're not kicking ass. Like, what are we going to do? And it's and, and and the choice, the writing choice to say, hmm, nope. Yeah. Nope. Not there yet. Not yet. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard it yet. And uh, and and that means that means that Mike Mike Lowry has to go off by himself yeah. and do stuff. And it means that we have to figure out how to spend Marcus's time for the next little while. And then we have to figure out how to get them together. Yeah. After that, he's already refused. Also, it just makes it so much harder. And it's a, it's a little scary to do because if you're going to make a bad boys movie and you're going to separate them, yeah, and have them be separate iffy. for a big part of the movie, yeah. yeah which is which is why, uh, well, one, there's a couple payoffs, setups, and payoffs of, you know, your wife doesn't want you to stay home and break, start breaking things, yeah. you know, and then and that then happens, which is great. Starts breaking things, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> but then uh, then it's why ammo. The, mm-hmm. That organization is so key because if we didn't like them, we would be thinking, "Holy crap! Just get together, have the bad boys get together, get yeah. Mark and Mar- Mar- Mike and Marcus together already." Yeah. But because we like ammo, yep. we're like we're like down with that with Mike being there and mess saying that he slept with that dude's that kid that kid's mother. You know what I mean? Like that <laughs> that whole thing because they were so charming. Um, made that separation between the bad boys actually work. Yes. Agreed. Absolutely. Um, I really liked them all, by the way, as an aside. I thought they were really, really fun characters, uh, at least in the introductions. I really enjoyed all of them. I, I enjoyed all the time that I saw them on screen. Yeah. I'll say that. Uh, I, without, I, without getting too yeah. deep into it. Uh, there was a particular moment that I had a slight grin, which was when Mike is complaining to his captain about being assigned to be with these young kids, and he refers to them as a high school musical boy <laughs> band group. Uh, Once which, again, you and the Easter eggs. You're which, always catching them. You got which if if you don't know, Vanessa Hudgens is part of the Ammo Group, and she was one of the stars made of famous in High School High Musical. School Musical. Yeah. So that was a delightful little wink and nod. Uh, and I don't know, I. Part of me wants to think that it wasn't scripted, and that was Will Smith just riff, riffing. <laughs> um, and I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell that story in my head so that I can enjoy it a little bit. <laughs> um, can we talk about how awesome uh, Captain Howard is? Uh, yes. We just talk about that. Uh, there, there. So this movie does a lot of things that are like almost cliche or are cliche, but somehow acceptable. Yep. The hot-headed captain, yeah. and the re- the rebellious, strong-headed yeah. detective, yeah. But it works. Could it have been handled more perfectly? So well, yeah, yeah. It's so yeah. awesome. It, d- like, d- and it's the, it's the small moments that really bring it together. So I, I made a note of the uh, tithering versus teetering, <laughs> <laughs> which is which is so great because he says she's just tithering back and forth. And <laughs> And Mike is like, Do you mean teetering? He's like, that's what I said. <laughs> and it, it's such a it's such a weird moment. It's so wonderful. And I ha- I also have to wonder if that was uh, yeah, if that was, was an accident. Yeah. That was an actual accident that they just rolled with, um, because it's he's combining the words teetering and dithering, and it's it's just excellent. It's, it's just an excellent moment. Um, and 
and the 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 way that he handles that that energy um, is just it's just so perfectly consistent. Yeah. Um, and I loved his blow up. It like as they were as as he was explaining to Rita, who also great character. No, oh, yeah. Um, really, 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 uh, yeah. Could re- use more of her. Yeah, really appealing character. Very, very well put together. Um, and I I wanted to see more of an arc, uh, but yeah, maybe next time. Anyway, um, how upset she was when when Captain Howard was telling her that uh, <laughs> that he was going to be back in it, and he just blows up and he says he's going to work the case anyway. She's <laughs> <laughs> so desperate. Guy, what do you want me to do? He's going to do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's performance really sold it because like nothing nothing about those moments was like altogether fresh, but yeah. like his performance was so good. Yeah. Yeah. That you just are you just are in love with him. Um, anyway, and then of course, like I'm just going to fast forward to the the big moment of him getting sniped which, across the parking lot, um, which ha- occurs right after an incredibly heartwarming speech yeah, about a horse. horse. Yeah. Yeah, that whole horse scene, uh, I was just it actually worked perfectly because I was right along with Mike, yeah. and I was like, this is not. This is not working. His delivery is weird. I don't I don't know if I like this. And then all of a sudden, like probably three-fourths into the story and him saying we have the fears, all of a sudden I'm hooked. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, that was suddenly very effective. Yeah. And Which, then he says, where are you? Where are you going, Mike? Yeah, where and you, you just going, get Mike? knocked over. Yeah. You just get knocked over. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. And then... And you're like, oh, this, uh, this is, this is, this is such a relationship. This is yeah. such a beautiful moment. Over and 25 years, yeah. the development, so beautiful. Yeah. And then he, uh, yeah, and then, and then they leave, and he gets shot. Which I don't understand how. I assume, I assume it's CGI. I, but like you, you see the, you're just talking to him. You're just hanging out, and then suddenly there's a bullet through his like face and neck. And it just, it, it was, it caught me so off guard. Like it just, yeah. and then he's down and you don't know what to do. This and is one of those moments where uh, I feel, I feel like, well, so this is one of those moments where I, 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 I'm most clearly reminded of my, the way that I watch movies, especially for the first time, which um, is not, I, I, I have a lot, I go in very generously and I have a lot of room. I, I leave a lot of room to be impressed. Mm. And so I get impressed a lot. I like. I, I appreciate a lot of things. And in this moment, I was very impressed and appreciated it so much and was so and felt it so much. And I know, I know for sure that if I was one of my very clever screenwriting friends, I would have seen that moment coming from a mile away. Yeah. Like from a <laughs> sure. mile away. Sure. Like yeah, yeah. In, in the middle of the speech, I would have been like, oh, yeah, he's going to die. Like in one minute, yeah. he's going to be dead <laughs> on the screen. Like I would know that for 100% sure. But because... I'm not I don't watch movies that way. I legitimately had no idea it was yeah. coming. Yeah, neither did I. And I and and he's such a significant character in the in the first two movies and me knowing that a, that another one that they've announced another one coming um it is it, I assume I assumed the captain would be there. He's such a he's such an important part. Um so I was not expecting it at all. There was also like I legitimately felt the panic of of like he's sniped, help him, but like there's a sniper somewhere, yeah, yeah. and you know you've already been shot a couple times, yep. so get out of the way. It was really, it was really good. It was really effective. Ugh, yeah, oof. I just 
the whole bullet through the cheek and neck thing just all of a sudden anyway yeah yeah, yeah. uh i i uh i want to talk about the the probably my favorite comedic moment of the movie there was a lot but like this was a very successful comedy it was oh absolutely so successful yeah, 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 absolutely. i was laughing all the way through uh, and martin and, lawrence is a genius yes uh and, and, <laughs> the, and the, di- the dynamic works really really oh my well. gosh it's um, so great yeah but the so the moment of uh of he's he's made a, a pact to god to not spread violence anymore and he's in this sidecar of this motorcycle and he discovers a machine gun in front of him and mike has to convince him where do you think that that gun came from like you're it's a gift from god to that's spread god, the wrath that's god's gun it's god's gun he's like and martin lawrence is responsive yeah yeah we're the bad boys of the bible and then he starts <laughs> shooting i was i was dying i thought that was so funny we're david and goliath but instead of a slingshot it's a machine gun uh and it's just that whole scene as like they're getting shot at and mike is actually taking the time to convince martin to convince marcus use that machine gun that's in front of you anyway it landed so well for me uh i was laughing so hard i love that you love that moment i uh i don't want to not love that moment but that moment was I, and th- I'm going to use this if that's all right with you as a bit of a bridge into some of the criticisms I have. Okay, of this film. all right, all right. Um, <clears throat> so that moment for me felt like it had undersold it. It uh, it undersold its own dramatic significance. Mm. So uh, Martin Lawrence uh, did such a fantastic job getting the heart into that prayer scene. Yeah. And it was shot so well, and it was so... It was sentimental, but in the right way. It was really beautiful. Um, And for him to... And for that to be turned into a joke later Mm. felt a little bit, like, cheap. Like... um, They robbed the moment a little bit. Yeah. Like, they they kind of, like... I can see that. They said, well, you know, here's here's one of the stronger... uh, One of the stronger elements that lends this movie real heart... But instead of like letting that pull through the whole movie, um, let's just let's just give it away for a joke. Mm. And that felt that felt wrong to me. Interesting. It felt and it also felt like there was more. So I think a much better choice would have been to let that continue to drive more comedy. So let Martin Lawrence's or Marcus's refusal to engage in violence and his his. Um, the difficulty that, that that would pose to the action of the of the sure. set the set pieces um, continue to be a comedic relief. Yeah. And I and I and I I did think about uh, afterwards. I thought about the potentially really powerful moment that they could have had if Marcus did refuse for the longest time. No violence. No violence. No violence. And then has a moment of of realization of you know whatever it is, whether it's. You know, God's okay with it. Whether it's there, there was a miracle gun that came so he can save Mike's life. Whatever, whatever it is that they want to go with, and then have that moment land a little bit harder. Yeah. Um. I I did think about that. It should have been a bigger deal. I, yeah. And, and then Marcus I can, broke yeah. his promise to God, but instead it was a shouted it was a joke, joke yeah. in the in a sidecar. Oh, it was just so funny to me. 
It bad, was bad boys. It was the Bible. it was funny. I mean, I liked it. It wasn't like I didn't enjoy it, yeah. but I didn't. But the whole time it was happening, I was thinking missed opportunity. Ah, I I I felt the drama being. I felt the heart getting mm. drained out of the mm, story a little bit. That makes sense. And that was that was that was a bit tough for me. And that makes sense. Uh, interesting. So the other thing that felt like um, uh, um, I, th- I think there were several of these missed opportunities. Um, one of them was that uh, Mike wasn't really given an opportunity to be disturbed by all of the other deaths, which I felt like was the point of them, right? Yeah. Like, and it was the stated purpose of them, actually, because Isabel says, uh, I want him to, I want him to die last yeah. so that he suffers the most, mm-hmm. but we never see him suffering. Yeah. That the fact that all these other guys are dying, except for the captain, except for the captain, yes. which which was a really powerful moment, but it also was isolated. It was yeah. the only time that we got to see Mike say, "Oh my gosh, this is terrible." I'm watching my friend yeah. die. Yeah, so that for me, uh, there were there were two big, glaring. If they did it better, it would have bumped up a huge notch. That was one of them. That was one. Of, what yeah. was one of the, the the points that seemed to 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 fall flat because these were just rich dudes on boats and coming out of business buildings and then they're just getting shot and they're a bunch of old dudes and we don't care about them. Yeah. And we're not really taught. We're taught. In passing exposition, their connection to Mike, which is they all helped put these people away. And yeah. that was it. There was no emotional we connection to We don't get really any setup of that. Yeah. Um, but uh, but if, if we would have spent a little bit more time in understanding this was, you know, in Mike's first case where he went undercover yeah. and he worked closely with these guys and these guys helped him through it and, you know, and, and he got to know them, then yeah. it could have been uh, a lot more powerful and a lot more like even the, the really powerful moment of Mike saying, I need to get this guy could have been even more powerful oh, because sure. of because Absolutely. of the trauma. Yeah, a hundred percent that, and also I, I, so it would have also much better set up the reveal that Armando is his son, mm. like that. Because if we're you know we're getting a lot of exposition right at the end, a lot of exposition right at the end. There's that whole conversation where, where uh, Mike actually uh, like has to actually explain everything. Yeah. Um, like where he came from, this whole first case, going undercover, meeting this woman. I mean, that, there's a whole, like the whole story he has to it's tell. spoken. It's all exposition. Yeah. It's all right there where we could have gotten that breadcrumbed out throughout the whole story yeah. and given us a much stronger, more meaningful connection to all those people who died at the hands of Armando. And so my... You know, I think that you could maybe make an argument that they avoided doing that to make it so that you could like Armando later. Because if you watched, if you spent the entire movie watching him kill people you care about, Mm -hmm. then you wouldn't. Then you wouldn't necessarily by the end be able to turn that around and have him be. Or maybe that was too hard a task. But the problem is, they did do that when he shot the the captain. Yeah. So the character you like the most. You watch him execute, yeah, and sort of remorselessly, and so it's not. So I don't think that that's. I don't think it was deliberate. Then I think it was just. Uh, I think it was blindness. I think that you, the, the opportunity wasn't seen. Yeah, um, it, but I don't, I'm not sure. When I think about the filmmaking process, it could have been. It could have been blindness in the writing. It could have been lost in the editing. It mm-hmm. could have been. Oh, all kinds of things. Right. It could have been the 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 studio was like last minute, like, hey, make him his son. 
You know what yeah. I mean? And they plug it all in. Cool. Let's put all exposition to explain it. Like, there's so many things that it could have been. Thankfully, our job isn't to discover nope. why it's wrong. It's just to be we like, just it's to wrong. It out. You did that <laughs> wrong. You could have done better. Um, so that was a, that was a big thing. I think one of the other probably probably the the other biggest thing um, for me, maybe the biggest thing, was. Um, for how well set up Isabel was in the very beginning, yeah, she just disappeared. Yeah, and I don't, I don't understand why uh, she couldn't have just gone with Armando to the states and been part of those stories. Yeah, and we could have seen their interactions. We could have seen her interacting with people. We could have been. We could have learned the story of of Mike. More breadcrumbs. Yeah. 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 Um, that n- you and you can still you can still keep Armando's identity as her, as his son uh, to be a big reveal. You can still hide that, but yeah. you can definitely use those opportunities not only to much better establish her character as a villain, but also as uh, as yeah as as a means of exposition throughout yeah. the film. Because she was so far away the whole movie, I was convinced. That we were going to deal with our Armando, and then the next movie we're going to have to deal with Isabella. Right. The fact that she that she spoiler died is a major bummer for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because then, because then, I mean, they have Armando, and they're going to potentially do something with him. But like the Isabella thing and how creepy she is, yeah. and where they could have gone with that uh, could have been could have been really cool. Like she could have like you know had a cult following in the next film that yeah. they have to break up and deal with she it didn't been really cool. do anything, anything yeah. other than tell her son to kill yeah. his father that's yeah. it yeah I she, agree. she didn't do anything which was a yeah another giant missed opportunity so i i, I mentioned two missed opportunities one uh one being the lack of of uh, weight behind the people that died mm-hmm. and the second one for me is it feel like i really enjoyed ammo mm-hmm. uh but but I wanted so much more. Yeah. I, they, their their supporting character roles could have been dialed up significantly, yep. and I would have been really. It, fe- it feels like like I, I can see if they deal with ammo right that you could create kind of a more comedy version of Fast and the Furious. Yeah. But but with ammo. Yep. Uh, and this whole you know young blood. Old guys teaching new dogs old tricks. All you know what I mean. All those, all of those aspects of stories you could throw in there. Uh, you, the Mike having to deal with because that was also it was another one that was that was resolved way too quickly. But Mike having to deal with the young version of himself, yes. this smart Alec kid that is just won't back down that just kind of went away they just kind of figured yeah. it out but you i i needed more of that i liked more of that i loved like vanessa hudgens being honestly the one that dives into action out of all of them yeah. the one that backs so them cool. up is so cool so cool and then the big guy like, shiver, like, like shivers of cool like, totally oh, man. yeah and like her whole look with the side <laughs> yeah. braids it worked oh, out it was great it was and then great. the giant that's the tech guy yeah. love that idea yeah. there was a little bit of a payoff that yeah i was like not a big payoff but, but a little like bit. enough yeah, yeah. um yeah. but like i i, I could have seen more of yeah. him 
So it, that was the other There was one. like basically one shot where you got to see him go ham on people. Yeah, he went ham on a couple guys and then he took the pillar out. Yeah. Those were the those yeah. were the two things. But I I I could have gotten a lot more of them uh, yep. and and their interactions because really it's Marcus only only interacts with them like once. Like mm. he's they're there as they do the big fight, but in in the in the you know van or in the office or whatever, their interactions it's only one time and we saw it in the trailer so i want more of that and maybe more of that's i guarantee more of that's coming but uh but that feels like a missed opportunity for this movie oh totally agreed totally agreed um i think that that to me was a nice to have um and some of the other uh problems that we've already talked about were sort of like like foundational Mm. um like you you rested your story on on x y and z and x y and z uh didn't quite land the way that they could have landed um, but the, uh, but yeah, I a hundred percent agree with you about ammo. Like there was a lot of like the, the introductions were so good and all the, all the sort of elements were there that you just, it, it created a desire that then didn't get satisfied Yeah. by the end, which was, which was too bad. But yeah, once again, we're probably getting another movie. Um, so should we, should we talk about that? <laughs> the next movie? Uh, yeah. I mean, should we talk about sort of the big reveal and how that worked and how do we feel about the fact that this kid is Mike Lowry's son and yeah I mean <sighs> let me just say this I think that it was fairly well set up and paid off so that it didn't bother me a lot but it did kind of feel a little cheaty by the end it feels like a little bit that it's his son yeah well so you had a movie where you had will smith as a killing machine that discovers that a younger version of him that has uh, the same attitude and the same skill set and the same mission and the same mission is out there doing an even a a bad person's bidding Mm -hmm. uh we got two of those. <laughs> yes, we did. In the past year. Yes. Uh, this was the better one. So <laughs> yes. I'm going to say that that's the victory. No, absolutely. I, this is like, I, I, I think it was toward the end of the movie when I, like, it just hit me. I was like, oh, this is Gemini Man. Totally. <laughs> this totally is just, Gemini Man. This is just a way better version yeah. of Gemini Man. I mean, especially when they, when Mike is choking him out and he yep. looks, and he looks over and he sees the, the, the bro, his reflection in the broken mirror. Yeah, yeah. And they both have the same goatee. Yeah, And yeah. then like, and then Armando is like, has a little more like dirt and grime on him. And so they, they both look like in the lighting, they looked very similar, very similar. Yeah. Uh, and so that in that moment was when I realized, oh, he's cho- he's choking out a younger version. Oh, <laughs> there it is. Yep. Yep. Um, I, I think it actually hit me when um, he was <laughs> when they went to go try to save the guy who ends up landing on his car on Marcus's car. <laughs> Um, whose corpse end up, ends up ruining Marcus's car, um, and uh, and and Mike goes up there to fight him or to to get him, and then they end up fighting and falling off the roof, and they're hustling, they're they're yeah. tussling, and then um, I think it was in that moment I was like, oh, this is Gemini Man, yeah, <laughs> uh, but it was very similar. Yeah. I mean, motorcycle, yeah, yeah, helmet, oh yeah, all that, so many, yeah. so many similarities. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's almost like. It's almost like they didn't quite finish shooting the movie until they saw Gemini Man. Gemini Man. They're like, oh, there's some scenes we yeah. need. <laughs> um, 
yeah. Yeah, but I, but so so to go back to to your original concern, um, it was it was definitely cheap. Mm-hmm. But I do go back to I think it was in a Star Wars episode where you brought up that uh, making people family is the easiest way to bring out emotional tension. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I cannot fault them for that. Like, yeah. I, I don't – Well, for, for this kind of movie – Well, here's once uh, again – Well, here's once again um, where the other problems affect this thing. Because um, if, if the reveal had been a little cleaner and less exposition-y because there was more of a breadcrumb trail, and if Isabel had been brought over or better utilized as a character yeah. instead of as an object in the background, yeah. um, if all those things had been – shored up and strengthened, then I think that the reveal of this is actually your son maybe wouldn't have been quite so quote-unquote shocking, but also wouldn't have felt as cheap. It would have felt like, oh, this is integrally part of the story. Um, Whereas uh, in what we actually see, it's like, oh, well, no, I I can totally see where that's set up. Yeah. But, like, it's not really given to me in a way that is digestible throughout the movie so that by the time we get to it, it just feels like a big, huge thing that now I have to process, but the action is still going on. Yeah. It was a – for me, it wasn't – I wasn't annoyed, but it was like a – oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sure. That's that's, that's that's exactly – yeah. It wasn't like irritation. It was just like – Sure, I guess so. Yeah, 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 I guess so. I guess you're allowed to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I I am – that being said, I am interested to see where they go with it. I think that – because the the after credits scene was – uh, was was uh, Mike coming to his in his incarcerated son, uh, saying that there's potentially a way for you to work off some of these years in prison. Yeah. So now Paying you know. Pay your debt to society. Pay your debt. Yeah. yeah. So now you know that they're going to go on some mission together. Uh, again, yes, sucker for the father son stuff, but uh, but I'm I am very interested to see Mike Lowry. Will Smith as a father passing on the torch. I don't know. It feels like there's something there. Well, obviously. I mean, there's there's an obvious something there. It's uh, it's it, it'll all come down to how it's handled. Um, I I I there's gonna be a sequel. Uh, almost definitely gonna be a sequel. The directors this, are this pushing performs for it well enough. I think it. I think it. Yeah, it yeah. performed certainly well enough. I think it'll have legs too because it's actually good. Yeah, people will like it. They'll tell their friends. They'll go back and see it again. Um. And so I think it's likely to have another installment, um, and it'll all come down to the script because they'll get the same cast back. They'll get. Yeah. They'll probably get the same directors back, um, and and so it'll it'll just come down to the writing. And um, you know, this is one of those this is one of those situations where you kind of you kind of see it as like this is sort of like a revamped excellent '90s action comedy. Uh, I hope that it doesn't suffer the same fate as excellent '90s action comedy, yeah. which is bad sequels. Yeah, which yeah. Uh, is is uh, unfortunately nearly a certainty. Well, it's it's been nearly statistically a it but, is nearly a certainty. But we do. But I would say in the more modern era of uh, uh, franchise movies, um, they are taken more seriously. It's true. Often yeah. development is better. Yes, sequels still suffer, but not nearly as um, uh, inevitably, as they did before, I so, fully expect a summer 2022 release. 
Probably. And I'm guessing they'll push it to be a, a, a summer franchise. So yeah. I guess we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I will look forward to it regardless. I, I, I will uh I will have I will be cautiously optimistic. Okay. Okay. Um on so I think that that's it for our bad boys for life. Not for like our lives. Yeah, yeah. But for the movie entitled Bad Boys, bad boys for, for Life. End which, quote. Which feels like why wasn't that the fourth? Oh one? my gosh. So silly. I mean Bad Boys for to Life be fair, is number three. To be fair. You know what I mean? I I really I really like the title t- makes total thematic sense. Sure. But it was the third movie. And a yeah. lot of people, including me, were like, is this a fourth, the fourth one? movie? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Including at you. At least it's not. Yeah, including you me. You fought me about it for, for I did, a while. I did. Yeah. Uh, at least it's not like fate. You know what I mean? Of the Furious. Yeah. And it was the number eight. Super clever title. Just the cleverest. The club. It's like first year marketing student <laughs> guys i have an idea <laughs> anyway uh, uh yes I, i'm glad it wasn't that but it feels like a missed opportunity yep uh it's a, it's a bit silly we'll see what they do for yeah. the, but they'll probably incorporate the number five into the fourth movie <laughs> just, just gotta, a running joke just gotta dig in you gotta double i'd down. actually be all for that oh yeah no i'd That'd be 100 into that 100 into that I'd be uh, like oh these movies are smarter than i even yeah. thought they were <laughs> yeah um Okay, so on Monday we are covering Little Women. Indeed, as you said. So uh, Saturday look for, that. for subscribers, uh, I I I believe I do want to apologize for uh, some technical difficulties. Oh yes, we've, we do we, need to. Yeah, put we've this we've in. had we've had some issues getting the episodes up early mm-hmm. uh, for you subscribers, but we are working on it, and it should be back any minute now. Yes. Um, and, uh, uh, along with the technical difficulties, uh, we mentioned our, in our 1917 uh, episode that we were, uh, throwing it up on YouTube and our beautiful day in the neighborhood. and a beautiful day in the neighborhood. We were going to throw it up on YouTube. Uh, we ran into a giant wall because we do not have the manpower, uh, uh to figure it all out. So we're going to, we're going to hold off for the time being on video. Um, you, I know you want to see our beautiful faces. We definitely have voices for radio. Do we have faces for TV, Jordan? I certainly think we have faces for radio. Yeah. <laughs> you definitely have a, a minimum a beard for TV. It deserves to be seen. <sighs> I'm very passionate about your beard. It's like the whole reason you want us to be on YouTube. <laughs> it's just, I mean, my brothers met you recently. It's true. And one of them didn't even, like, say hi. He just said, you have a glorious beard. He did say that. He did. That's true. It was, so it it's was. not just me. <laughs> your, bo- your beard is glorious. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So uh, anyway, we will get to, we're going to start to do video uh, soon, but give us some time. Yeah. We need to figure well, it out. One day. One day. Apologies for the misfire. Indeed. Uh, when we try again, we will succeed. We will not try unless we are confident that we will succeed. <laughs> yes. Uh, um, and, uh, if you have any question, concerns, comments, uh, requests, then you can email us, uh, you can check out the website, nerdcriticpodcast.com. Uh, and we just got a, we got a recent request for the Revenant. Okay. So we need to squeeze that one Is in there. Is it the Revenant or just Revenant? I don't know. We'll for find the out. movie we'll find that has you. the word Revenant in the title. We'll find, we'll find out and we'll tell you in the <laughs> uh, episode. In that episode. Uh, yeah, so uh, we're going to squeeze that in, and I said that just to prove that we do indeed read and see your comments and your questions and your requests. So please shout at us. Please. As often as you wish, or as often as even possible. 
feels, whenever, that feels like a little much. Whenever you get the opportunity. As possible, just yeah. like all literally just all the time. All the time. All the time that you can, you should be you should be talking to us. Define can though, because like, they could quit I don't their think job. I don't think that's up to me. Quit think, their job and I just, think that that's a personal just question. comment all the time. I think that's a yeah, absolutely. If just, that's what it takes, <laughs> but you know, I mean, I can't make that call. Yeah, yeah. Neglect your children. <laughs> comment. Don't don't bother feeding your pets. <laughs> all right, I think that's it. Um, thank you so much, Michael Bonmiller, for the music, and CJ. I believe. I believe there is something that our listeners should remember to do. Always, please remember to love movies like a nerd and respect them like a critic. And cut. Cut.